Hi, Brandon. It's your sister, Heather. I am checking in with you after my trip to Europe. Tell you all about it. Uh, even though I know you were with me, you and Mom were both with me, I guess physically a little bit and also in spirit. But um, as you may guess, Paris was my dream. Like Paris was it, perfect, perfect. I love the city. I love the crazy hustle and bustle of it. I love that there's a million people, not so much in certain parts, but in certain parts of the trip, but in the actual like walking around city, I love it, which makes me think I would really love New York City. I would totally love Chicago and that's the same. So I love everything about Paris. It was insane. I think it might have been a little bit busier also because um, as we were leaving, it was turning into Paris Fashion Week. So I think that there were more um, just people in general there than, than normally might be for uh, that time of year. I don't know because um, we went in, you know, mid to late September. So who knows? Anyways, so we went to four places, um, three countries. We went to... Belgium. First, we went to um, Brussels, which was a bigger city, not as big as like Paris or anything like that, but a good sized city. And it was beautiful for sure. Um, the architecture was insane. The food was really good. All of that. It was really just that it, it, I think it was number one. It was like trash day when we got there because I think we got in on like Sunday morning and everybody had their trash bags out and it was everywhere but I think it was because it was getting picked up on Monday or something like that but it seemed kind of dirty and um there was graffiti everywhere um like everywhere even in you know on the nice buildings and stuff but there were so many beautiful spots and you know high-end shopping and gorgeous just gorgeous things to see their city square is like I, I mean I can't even describe it to you it's phenomenally beautiful um, we went to the beer museum did we do that in Bruges I think we might have done that one in Bruges because um, they they both have very similar um, squares um, but yeah, because the one in Brussels was more, I think, um, no, that's not true. I think we did the Torture Museum. Yep, because we didn't go really spend that much time in the actual city square of Bruges. So we did the Torture Museum and the beer experience in Bel in Brussels. And there was like a market on the last morning we were there. It was very cool. Such good like sausages and breads and rotisserie chickens. And apparently ribs are a really big deal in Brussels. And I had no idea. But they were like on almost every restaurant menu. And they were selling them in the square. I should have tried them but did not. Um, we actually did pretty good while we were in, in Belgium. Um, Rouge included. We really didn't like overeat we split up pretty much every single meal we ate and didn't really drink too too much first couple days were a little more beer heavy because it's Belgium and you got to try the Belgian beer like like um beer market remember when we would go there all that beer is that Belgian beer stuff so tried to drink a little more things like um you know maybe a glass of wine or something like that because 
it started to get a lot with a lot of beer, but felt mostly pretty good Belgium wise. And then went to, or Brussels wise, went to Bruges, took the train, um, in like an hour and it was very pretty countryside all the way through Belgium. Bruges was like literally a fairyland. It was absolutely gorgeous. It looks like what Amsterdam would look like if there wasn't a lot of people, I think. Beautiful, adorable canal reminded me of Annecy, France when I went there. Um, like not castles, but really old buildings still there. Um, just gorgeous, like literally, like a fairyland, um, old, 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 old buildings, flower, um, bins on the windows, uh, clean, clean streets, tiny little cafes, adorable little Christmas shops, it was, it was like stunning, I, I was like, okay, that's it, I haven't even gone to Paris, but I've decided I'm moving to Bruges, because, <laughs> I mean, it's gorgeous, for sure, and they spoke, so in Belgium, in Brussels, they spoke a lot more French, so I started with my, you know, my bonjours, and my portal, you know, my couple words I knew, and then, um, uh, once we got to Bruges, it was more like Dutch, so that obviously was thrown out the window for me, but we did find the cutest little, like, French type of cafe, melty candles and playing jazz and darkly lit and just amazing food. I had one of the best like stews I ever had in my life. We had amazing mussels. Um, everything was good. The mussels we had in Brussels were actually not that good. They were like commercial or something. And they were baked in cheese and they just weren't the kind we're used to in a big bowl with like wine sauce and that kind of thing. It was more like, kind of like oysters in a kind of like an oyster plate type of thing, but like cooked with cheese on top. So not, was not my favorite. I mean, they were okay, but I could, I could have skipped those two. Anyway, so Bruges, perfect. Took the train then from there to Paris. Had to go back by way of um, Brussels again. So we just kind of like stopped at the train station in Brussels and then got back on the train and went to Paris. As soon as I stepped off that train in Paris, I knew, like, I knew it. This is it. This is the highlight of my trip. Like, this is it. Bruges was gorgeous. They're the, be my top two favorite parts, but it's, it's, that's it. Like, I knew it. I sat down. We couldn't get into our Airbnb for about two hours. Once we got there, um, I sat down in a little cafe just outside of the train station and it was full and it was beautiful like trees were falling tree-lined streets old architecture people speaking French the smell of butter in the air because everybody's making croissants near me it was every single thing I ever wanted it to be and maybe even more our little apartment flat thing was per like for just like me like kind of like the one I had downtown just tiny little bedroom bathroom and living area was amazing. It was the cutest thing. I would live there in a second. Um, I mean, minus the having to haul my luggage up four flights of stairs. That was, you know, less than desirable, but, um, but was fine. We got, we got it in, we got it out. It was fine. There was, um, bars all the way down our street and restaurants. We were on a pretty, you know, happening kind of street for, um, um, 
you know, things to do, just even right, just like if we got tired and just wanted to go down and have a drink somewhere, there were plenty of places right beside us that we could just go to, which was super cool. Um, let's see what else. Um, we, oh, so many things. First few days, it was really just kind of chill, just walking around to see what we could see, stop at cafes, have some cocktails and some lunch and lots of escargot. Um, one time I got a little bit creeped out by the escargot, but I don't, I don't know. It was like fatty and weird and definitely not what I was used to. Um, but every other time was, was back to normal, but they were huge. Like these were massive snails there, but they were always delicious. Always. Um, even the weird time they tasted good. It just felt fatty and a little bit weird. So Maybe it was just an entirely different type of snail. I have no idea. Um, but lots and lots, of, pretty much almost every day we had escargot. Um, so for the first three days, it was just like kind of wandering around. We actually came upon the uh, Notre Dame, which was, you know, very, it's just very moving. It's so sad what happened. And it's just so cool what they're trying to do and what they are doing to fix everything and replace what they can and repair it. Um, but it's still just gorgeous. Um, and we accidentally came upon the Louvre and the Eiffel Tower. We didn't go to the Eiffel Tower. The, it's a little bit further away from the Louvre, like maybe another mile away. And we had already walked up like a, almost two miles just to get to the Louvre. So um, we did not go there. But you could see it from where we were pretty well. Um, and the Louvre, we just went outside that day because we had tickets for like a couple days later. And it, I can't even describe to you how insanely huge that structure. It's a big square and it's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Beautiful. Just gorgeous, breathtaking, beautiful building. Um, did that kind of stuff. Dave and Tiffany came in on one night and then, um, cause I think we spent like two nights on our own. The third night, Dave and Tiffany came in and then the last two nights, um, Dave's, you know, our friend Josh, um, and his wife Meg were coming and that's when we were doing more of the like touristy things. Um, so the one night we just like when David Tiffany went to dinner, we went to jazz, which you know how I feel about jazz and it was lovely. It was very packed in there. Like they didn't, they put seat to seat. Like they did not give you room to get between the chairs. They didn't really, they put like two tables per row that you had to share with the row in front of you. It was pretty tight. So we kind of, we left on intermission. Um, but cause it was really, really hot. It actually had warmed up so much. It was like 80 degrees outside and, um, it was hot in there. A lot of these buildings, they don't have air conditioning or any of that. So it was just really, 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 really hot. And we were kind of trapped in at the wall and there was like five or six people to just get out to pee if we had to. And there was literally one toilet for the whole place. So, um, it was, uh, sunset sunrise. I think it was called. It's actually, um, one of the oldest jazz clubs in Paris, which was really cool to, to go to. So I, I loved that. And then we met Dave and Tiffany, um, just like walk back at a cocktail. And then that was it. Next day was like the next two days were kind of busier. Um, Josh is awesome, but super intense and like, let's go, 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 go every day. Um, our first day we went to the catacombs, which was, um, you know, 
it's a lot of dead bodies. I mean, millions and millions and millions and millions of people and millions and millions and billions and millions and millions of bones. They literally just stacked up like femurs and heads and then threw all the random other body parts on top in the back. They did a lot of like decorating with it, which was cool. I mean, because they did it by cemetery. So they basically pulled up each cemetery, took the bones because they didn't have room anymore. Or I think maybe they were also kind of worried about it getting into the groundwater or something like that. I'm not, I don't exactly remember the story of why they did what they did, but dug up the cemeteries and then put them in the catacombs based on the cemetery that they were removed from. So people could find, you know, their family members, I guess. Um, they just knew they were in that pile of bones. Um, it was, I don't know, I felt like dirty. It was creepy a little bit. I didn't, I, I it wasn't my favorite. It was, I, I'm glad I saw it. Um, to say I saw it, but it was not, not something I would probably ever do again and not the favorite thing I did while I was there. Um, so we did the catacombs. Um, then I don't even remember what we did that day. We walked a lot that day. Oh, that was the day that we were to go to the, um, Eiffel tower. We did the catacombs and then the Eiffel tower. Um, that was amazing. We, we like stopped, had lunch somewhere, and then on the way home, each of us bought a bottle of champagne, and we um, took the champagne to like a, the park by that's right outside of the Eiffel Tower, and we brought some paper cups, and we literally just sha- you know drank champagne right looking at the at the Eiffel Tower in the grass. It was probably one of my favorite moments of the whole trip. Love the Eiffel Tower. It's a little bit scary going up because it's open and it's an elevator and it's really tall. Um, but it was very cool to do for sure. Love the Eiffel Tower. Um, we did that. And then, um, that was kind of it for that night. Besides just some more drinking, we, uh, ordered a bottle of champagne. Of course, the thing was like 150 bucks, very delicious bottle, but we had no idea it was going to be that expensive. And then they gave everybody else, like, Aperol Spritz. Everybody was, like, a a real spritz kick. Um, I like them, but sometimes they're just a little bit too sweet for me. So um, I've been skipping the spritz a little bit more towards the end because they get a little bit sweet. Uh, But anyways, we got Josh and I got a bottle of champagne, having no idea how much the fucking thing was, like 150 bucks, but of course. And then those Aperol Spritz, they're like, do you want a small or large? Well, they come out with, like, a barrel which those things had to be 30 to 40 bucks at least each for those things. Our bill was like $500 for the six of us. It was, um, pretty ridiculous, uh, which was the most expensive meal we had the entire, like the whole trip. So I'm pretty sure that guy was just like here. He didn't tell us the prices of anything or just like take advantage of stupid drunk Americans and whatever, whatever was fun. We still had a great time. Um, the next day was the Louvre. So we, um, all met there at the Louvre. We had tickets and, um, I, I, I loved the Louvre, but I didn't like being at the Louvre inside, um, because it was so jam packed full of people. You literally could not walk. There was like, I didn't even want to try to see other wings. You couldn't even get through the crowd. Hardly. It was real bad in the wing where the Mona Lisa was for sure. Um, I did see the Mona Lisa. It 
was underwhelming. Um, I'm glad to say I got to, you know, in person see the Mona Lisa, but you really don't get to get close to it at all. Um, walk up and look at it in any way like you can all the every other painting there. Um, maybe that's just because that's the most, like it's worth the most money. I don't know. But there are definitely way more beautiful paintings. That There was one that was my absolute favorite of a woman floating. She had been bound floating on the water with like a halo crown. I got to Google what it was because I took the name, like a picture of it with the placard that said what it was, but I can't zoom in and see. But that was my favorite one. It was absolutely gorgeous. Um, Mona Lisa was okay, definitely. It took a while to even get up close enough to see her. And then um, you really just can't get a good, good look. You got to zoom in with your phone and you can't take a selfie. You use your selfie stick to like get above the crowd to try to get a decent picture. So I don't know. We, we actually just kind of left as soon as we saw the Mona Lisa and at least Travis and I, everyone else kind of stayed back and looked at more stuff. We, we were just like thoroughly annoyed. It was balls hot in there and I just couldn't do it. So we went to a cafe and got some champagne and had a little bit of lunch and kind of waited for everybody because next we were going on my second favorite part of the whole trip, which was the Champagne River Cruise Canal, whatever. Um, that was so amazing. Just relaxing. Couldn't even, like, I couldn't even get over the fact that I am on a boat in Paris drinking champagne, looking at the Eiffel Tower. I couldn't even, it couldn't fathom it in my head. Like, I still can't fathom that I saw it, I did it, I was there. Um, loved it. I would have gone again. I would have absolutely sat on that boat all day and, and done, that's what I would have liked to do all day. But there was a couple of things I wanted to see. Like, I wanted to see the castle, the Versailles, um, but we never got to see Versailles, but that's okay. But I did get to go to the Arc de Triomphe, which was gorgeous and so cool, um, the traffic around it is insane for sure, but it was, it was really awesome. We were gonna, we took the Metro for the first time to go there, which we really should have been taking that Metro. It's like two euros for us to take the stupid thing. And we could have been, you know, everywhere much faster. Although, you know, I definitely liked walking cause then we could just like happen upon cool cafes and find cool shops. I did get this adorable purse was a little expensive, but actually the most expensive purse I've ever purchased. And it really wasn't even that bad. Like it was like $400. And I think, you know, lots of people have way more expensive purses than that. But for me, that's a lot. It was small. Cause you know how I always get them at TJ Maxx. And Travis was like, yeah, the purse you have totally looks like you got it at TJ Maxx. So I was like, okay, great. And got the cute little one. Um, but it's not, you know, it's a cute carry purse. It doesn't have any zipper pockets. It's not like the safest purse to be walking around with. But um, anyways, so um, we went to the Arc de Triomphe and then, and everybody else kind of went back to their hotel because they were going to see Moulin Rouge that night. It was probably a mistake that we didn't go. I imagine it was an amazing show, but it didn't start till 1130. And I just really was like, I don't know. I, I really wasn't. I'd seen the movie. I feel okay. But um, I, I kind of do a little bit regret not going to it. And by the time we even thought about changing our minds and actually going, it was already sold out. So, but it was fine because we had like, we had to check out by 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning, had to have everything done. I still had some laundry to finish. Um, and we just kind of um, had dinner by the Arc de Triomphe and then went and chilled back at the, um, 
the uh, little apartment thing, the Airbnb for a little bit, and then um, finished up the laundry, went downstairs. There was a cool bar that I've been wanting to check out on our last night. We just kind of sat down there, had a couple of drinks, and um, called it a night. Um, our street was loud every night because we had the windows open, and again, they don't really have air conditioning, which is the only like kind of drawback because um, it was really, really hot at night. Um, and Travis, you know, we both got a cold while we were in Paris and he was snoring, like he always snores so bad as it is, but he was snoring like, I don't know, like he was trying to chew the air. I don't even know. It was so bad and so loud. I got almost no sleep the whole trip because obviously, you know, we're sleeping in the same bed the whole trip. So there was no room for me to go in these hotels. The, once we got to Munich, it got so bad. I slept in the shower with my headphones on, um, but anyways, and then we said goodbye to my beautiful Paris, had t like not tons of great croissants, but a bunch of great croissants, the baguette sandwiches, don't even talk to me about those things with the butter and the, oh my God, so amazing, so good. Um, totally want to just start making baguette, baguette sandwiches. They're just like so portable and so easy and I love them. Um, so that's a thing that's going to happen in my life. <laughs> baguette sandwiches are they're on. Um, left my beautiful Paris, and then we flew to um, Munich for Oktoberfest, which I know I already told you I was a little worried about, like, doing so much, so many, like, two days, because the first time we went, that one day was, it was a lot. It was a, definitely enough, and maybe, you know, uh, two days would be too, too much. I didn't even remember that there were actually three reservations. So the one day it was like a morning and then an afternoon one. And then the next day we went again in the morning and I did not sign up for the evening one because honestly, I just didn't think eight hours of Oktoberfest in one day was going to work for me. Cause I, I remember how like intense that first one was and how hammered we all, everyone there was just like the whole place was crazy. Um, but I felt okay. Travis did, didn't pace himself too well and was just like, his, when he gets like super gung-ho and he's just like balls to the wall. And then, of course, he passed out for the second reservation. Um, but I didn't really even attend that tent because, I, I mean, I went up there and took Travis and left, basically. Because um, I went outside and ate with the girls and just got, we just got champagne and um, got some... Uh, food out there because there really wasn't even any room in that tent and it was super super hot so um I didn't really participate in that and I didn't stay very long anyways I got my food and my drinks and then Travis was basically asleep and they were kind of saying we had to get him out of there so I took him home which I mean was disappointing because you know I was having a good time and I had appropriately paced myself but um it, it actually worked out kind of for the better for me to be honest because I had some homework that needed to get done and I just kind of like plopped Travis to sleep and then I had the whole little lobby area to myself. I just got a, a cocktail, sat there, finished off my discussion board posts by myself and um, just kind of finished things up before everybody started rolling in from Oktoberfest and then came down and we all started drinking again. Um, so it was good that I got to get that out of the way. Um, it was good. And then he was passed out. So he was really raring to go the next morning and I was still kind of sick and really wasn't feeling that great. And I was considering not going, but then I was like, 
oh, screw it, I already paid for it, so I might as well go. Um, I'm glad I did. I had a, a good time that day. I did not wear my new journal that day because I was not squeezing my ass into that fucking tit machine. I mean, my boobs looked, it was obscene. It looked ridiculous. It looked like I had a, a butt on my chest the whole time. And it, since it was so warm and all that, I was just like, no, I'm just regular, regular clothes today. Um, I did have two dirndls, but the first, my first one was, I could still fit everything after the first week of vacation, but it was so, so tight. So I got another one. It was tight too, but not like that bad. And then, um, Katie, I sent it with her. She may or may not keep it herself. Um, I don't know. She took it home. Um, if she wants to have it like altered to fit her cause she's smaller than me. So she might take it and have it taken in and then have a, you know, very nice, authentic German dirndl. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with my first dirndl, but I really like the second one better anyways. Um, it is like, a, a, like a mustard yellow with this, um, really dark green apron and the, the blouse underneath it is so pretty. It's sheer, but it's pretty. Um, the next time I have to wear an Oktoberfest dress, I'll be wearing it, but it will not be, it'll be taken in and it'll be, um, sized appropriately for my, you know, my boobs hopefully won't be that big anymore to look like that. That looked ridiculous, but I mean like everyone, every human being was looking at my boobs. It was ridiculous. Um, I mean, they were covered cause I was wearing a bra, but honestly the, the dirndl thing like was like. I was all constantly checking to make sure my nipples were covered. It was pretty ridiculous. Um, but anyways, it was, I mean, I love the fucking thing. It's, I love journals. It was great. Travis wears Lederhosen the next day. He went a little bit early so he could walk around and just kind of see Oktoberfest since he actually didn't see too much except for the inside of the tent the first day. Um, and then I met him later with everybody else. Um, we all just, a lot of us just wore regular clothes that day, but you know, probably two thirds of everybody still wore their, um, Oktoberfest clothes and about a third of us were just regular shit that day. Um, that was good for the second day was good. And like every night, once we got back, everybody just kind of partied in the lobby area. Cause they had, you could just like go to the fridge, get a beer. They would chart, you know, just paid for it or they made cocktails and they were all really good cocktails. So it was really fun. Um, and then we, the day after, we went to go and see the Glockenspiel, and we just sat at a little cafe and had a glass of wine and watched the Glockenspiel. Um, di- you know, obviously different than the one we have in Cleveland, um, but, you know, old and, and really cool to see, for sure. I mean, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, and hundreds of years old. Um, it's it's super cool to see. Um, eight you know, lunch, whatever, and then just kind of came back to the hotel, and, um, that was kind of our night, we just sat in the hotel lobby, had some more drinks with the few people that were still there that last night, and then we all kind of made our own way the next morning, we, we up, but had breakfast around like 8.30, and then headed out, um, for a very long day of flying, it was a nine-hour flight home, um, the first, like, the way there was, was also like nine hours, but broken up because we stopped, you know, Newark, then Newark to Oslo, Norway, and then Norway to um, Brussels. But this one was just like a full straight nine hours, sit in Chicago for a bit, um, then head home. It was really good to, to like be home and I feel good to be home right now. 
sad to not be in Paris, but also good to be in my house and have my laundry done and I meal prepped so I'd have some like healthy food to eat after just like a week of burgers and steaks with gravy and french fries and escargot and baguettes and what croissant and chocolate the best chocolate in Belgium I had such good chocolate there um, all of that was pretty amazing um, but now it's you know cottage cheese a breakfast sandwich and a salad for for lunch because I cannot I cannot it's too much I can't eat like that two weeks of that I like it was funny you could tell from my pictures when we first got there like the first week I was fine because we split every meal and we really weren't drinking too too bad we really didn't get drunk that much and you could still see my face was like thinner and then by the end I was like a bloated red mess so, you know, Oktoberfest, I think I'm done. I'm good on Oktoberfest. I don't really see the need to, to actually go back to Munich. I mean, ever, kind of. I mean, not to, other than to visit Munich. Like, I'd like to see Munich. It's pretty. We were more looking at it in the taxi on the way out than um, while we were there because we spent so much time just at actual Oktoberfest that we didn't see anything other than the Glockenspiel and kind of, you know, the neighborhoods along the path to the Glockenspiel or, and or Oktoberfest. So <coughs> I would like to see that, <clears throat> but I think I could skip the actual Oktoberfest again. The Cleveland one is voted the best one in the United States anyways. And, um, I always have fun there. Not, I don't need eight hours of it. Like we usually spend, but, um, you know, a couple hours is fun. And I have a dirndl, so I can do whatever Oktoberfest celebration in the United States or anywhere else I want to. Um, so I'm good. That's enough. And then that's it. And I was home, and now the two new kitties, um, McKay, watched the dogs for us. And, like, he loves cats. So he got uh, Oreo to actually let me pet her now. She comes in the house. So Oreo and Orangey Girl are both... Um, letting us pet them. They come in, they let us pick them up. Um, there's a new cat, Fatty New Gray, big fat gray cat. Don't know. I think a boy, but looks like it's probably someone's cat. Um, looks like it's been, you know, it's really fat. So either it had been abandoned. It looks like it had a collar on at one time. So it either been, you know, like abandoned or it got out and someone's looking for it. I don't know, but it, it just it took over the patio, basically lives in the patio now. Um, all the other ones are still there, except for my favorite, Twin A. She's very likely passed away. That, that cat we saw that got hit. I don't know if I told you. I think I did. Yeah, I did tell you. Um, that It's got to be her, because she would have been back by now, even if she ran away for a while. There's no way she would be gone for a month, not in a million years. Um there's no way she'd be gone for more than two days and she never had been before. So unfortunately that poor kitty that got hit by a car is more than likely our twin A, which is, was my favorite oldest kitty. So now poor little idiot has nobody to play with. That was her sister. And, um, she has nobody that she walks around with and she's still kind of, I mean, she comes over, but she goes somewhere else now. Um, she spends a lot of time across the street at the neighbor's patio. Um, she just doesn't have the same dynamic with the other kittens and they've basically taken over the patio. Uh, those two, it's a sister and brother. Oreo's a boy cause I could tell he has little balls. 
So, um, yeah, there's a bunch of little kittens, I guess. Um, Light Gray had her babies a, a month or so ago, so everyone's talking about the four little kittens that they see, and that must be um, Light Gray's babies, unless somebody else had babies. Who knows? It's over by Veda's house, that kind of strange lady that, like, I don't know, acts like she owns all the cats in the neighborhood. Like, they all, they all like, have babies at her house, so then she, like, I don't know, acts like they're actually her cats. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. She's an odd lady. Um, but haven't seen them yet. I'll update you when I do. Everyone that has seen them said they're adorable. Um, let's see what else. What else do we got? That's it for now. Um, back to work. Hate it, as I always do. Um, can't stand it. But I did meet somebody. Um, I, I feel like I have met him before, but, you know, like, got to really talk to him this trip. But was talking to his wife kind of like what my job is now. And she's like, oh, you need to talk to Lauren, my husband. And because um, he does some something more like what I want to do. Um, and there's a job in he said that there's a job in Cleveland that I might be good for. Um, I think they're still in Europe because some of the people, this was the end of our trip and a, a lot of other people, it was the beginning of their trip. Like everybody met in Munich and then that was the beginning of their trip and they were going somewhere else. So I think if I remember correctly, they're going to be in Italy. So I'll, I think I'll just like reach out to him on LinkedIn. I have his phone number, but I'll just like add him on LinkedIn and, um, just say, Hey, here's my resume. I, you know, I know we talked to you, said that there was, might be something open or keep me in mind for anything in the future, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to bother people on their vacation. Um, but it seemed more like not this boutique, like infertility business. It was more, you know, I don't know, um, underserved population. I mean, the kind of stuff that I did at Planned Parenthood, but not at Planned Parenthood. Um, so for like, I think for the city or for, um, having to do with Medicare and Medicaid. So that might be, um, might be something I can do. So I'm excited and still, you know, actually have my application, all my stuff to send out to, um, Oh, actually I have an envelope I can use, um, to send to my, my stuff to, um, state of Illinois. All I have to do is finish the fingerprint thing and mail that to the fingerprint place, and then they'll scan them, and then send the results straight to uh, the Board of Nursing of Illinois, and everything else is done. For the application, it's completely submitted. So that's all done. Um, and that's all I need, so I can submit it, and then I just got to wait probably a month, or maybe hopefully not too long, to get the actual um, application approved. But that's only for my RN. I haven't 100% seen how I do the NP one. But that's just an endorsement, so I really don't know. I'll have to figure that part out, too. But I don't think it'll take any longer to do that than it does to, you know, once you've applied for the RN, it's the same, you know, process. Because they can get all the same information. It's just the different endorsement. Um, so I'll have to figure that out after I get the RN license completed. But maybe I'll, I'll um, pack that up while I'm at work because it's going to be a fairly easy day, um, today, and then I will, um, get it mailed out this week so that I can get on that process. I've applied for a couple jobs in Chicago, but without the actual license number, I don't feel like they're going to really consider me. So 
I'll just keep throwing them out there and any new ones I see that seem, you know, reasonable or cool and I'll throw them out there and see what sticks. And then hopefully by the time someone wants to give me a call back, I'll have my license. So decide what I want to do um, based on the job. I mean, I don't have to, even if I stay, you know, if I decide to stay in Cleveland um, and got a job here, like that, that cool job, I don't necessarily have to stay living at my home. I could get an apartment and kind of move out. I don't know. I mean, we'll talk about the, that, the Travis stuff later. Um, everything was fine on vacation. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, still just, you know, nothing's the same anymore, but we'll talk another whole conversation about that. I don't want to get into that while I'm talking about my wonderful Europe trip and, you know, still had you and mom in there on my necklace there. So you were there with me physically and spiritually. I know you would have loved, like you and I in Paris would have had the best time ever. You would have adored it just the same way I adored it. We would do nothing but drink champagne, eat croissant and escargot the whole time. I'm certain of it. And steaks. That's all we would do. We'd eat that every day. I just know it. And we would wear the coolest clothes and we would just like people watch and drink wine and it would have been the, like going to Paris with you would have been my absolute favorite way to do it. Um, even though you were there in spirit, it would have been just so great to have you really, really like you and me just go see Paris. Um, I don't know. Maybe in our next life we'll get to do that. I don't know. But my love, I am almost to work and you know, that's the joy of my existence every day. So <laughs> can't wait to get there. Can't wait to, you know, walk in. Yay. Woo. Um, but I will fill you in on everything else soon. Um, I love you. I miss you. And I will talk to you soon.